Hi, yeah, can you hear me? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Coming to you all the way from Ireland. It's Andy Byrne. Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to Tipperary for another hour. And thanks for joining in. So I'm live here on Podbean. Hi, everybody. I can see people coming in. And I'm also simultaneously live on TikTok. Uh, and somebody's asking me, do I like One Direction? Um, I'm not a particular fan. I'd probably sing along if they were on the radio. But um, no, I'm not a particular fan. I'm not a particular fan of, of actually many bands, um, particularly. I like, I like music. I like songs. If I was to choose a band, it would probably be the Lumineers. Um, I've seen them in concert a few times, and they're amazing. Anyway, we're talking ship and i've kind of been struggling trying to think of things that would um would interest people for me to talk about on the podcast because you know uh i know everything am i trans um you know i i kind of know well i don't know everything to do with mediumship but i know a lot about mediumship because i do it every day i work it every day okay so um you know i'd really love if people gave some um, some input as to what they'd like to hear on the um, on the podcast as well. Okay, so what I'm going to do is uh, tonight I want to talk a little bit about maybe why uh, what spirit go through when they cross over, um, why I like to give them at least three months before we, um, I wouldn't say bother them for a reading, but before we try and connect with them, I suppose is the best way to put it, um, to put it. So um, I'm sure that a lot, you know, people generally join in the program because they've lost somebody, okay? And, um, you know, it, it's, it's quite natural, especially, you know, in the early days, maybe after a loss that you think, oh, I'll go to a medium or whatever. Um, and I, I have a, an unwritten rule, if you like, and it's the first thing that I'd ask people is, is your loved one passed more than three months? Okay. And people ask um, a lot, why do you ask that? There's a lot of variables when you're coming for a mediumship reading. OK, um, and one of them is how somebody died, OK, because it really can affect how and when they come through to you um, afterwards. OK, so, for example, uh, it takes a lot of energy, first of all, I suppose, for um, a spirit to come through. It doesn't matter how they're coming through, if it's clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant or whatever. It doesn't matter how they're coming through. Um, it just each way takes a lot of energy. And, um, you know, I know I refer to it a lot, but I'm sure a lot of you have already seen the movie Ghost. It's an old one, but it's still a good one um, with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. OK, so 
um, in that movie, it shows him um, in the underground um, in, I don't know what city it is in New York, but it, he's on the underground. He meets another um, spirit of somebody who's passed and they're helping him, you know, to manipulate stuff, how to kick a Coke can in this um, in this particular example. And, you know, it's about learning how to focus his energy. It's about building up the energy and directing it. So this is something that every spirit has to learn when they're when they cross over okay how am i going to connect with um how am i going to connect with people how am i going to give them signs how can i make a robin fly to this place how can i knock the picture over you know these are all kinds of signs that we're looking for around the house we're looking for signs like feathers we're looking sometimes for money okay we look for lots of different stuff and it does take a lot of energy so this is one thing we have to allow the spirit to build up after their passing. They have to build up their energy. So if you think about how your loved one passed, okay, and I know um, it, it's it's really difficult to think about how somebody passed, but I mean, really there's two ways we can, we can go. We can have illness and we die or we can die suddenly, okay? Really everything falls into one of two categories. Okay, so if you take someone who has been ill, okay, it doesn't matter what age they are, we can all be ill, we can all have illness somehow, um, we grow weaker, we're fighting illness, we, um, we still get ever weaker, and eventually our body gives up on us, and we cross over. Okay, so in an instance like that, people, um, when they cross over to the spirit world, they're already devoid of energy. Okay, because they've used all of their energy fighting illness when they were here on the earth plane. Okay, so they would um, they would take longer to build that energy up. Okay, I'm sure a lot of you, maybe not everybody, but I'm sure a lot of you will have seen um, somebody that you love getting ill, you know, fighting illness and, you know, um, being completely exhausted before they actually let go. Okay. And I know that's, you know, kind of, um, hard to talk about. Okay. But that's the way it happens. And we sit by their bedside and we read newspapers to them or we read books to them. We tell them what's going on in the world, even when they can't respond to us. And then, you know, they get so weak that eventually they do, they cross over. Unfortunately, they cross over. So they arrive in the spirit world completely exhausted. They've used every ounce of, the, of their energy fighting this illness on the earth plane. So I don't care who you are, okay? Every medium is still scared when it comes to that moment because it's a huge change, okay? So they need time when they cross over to build that energy back up. And it takes time. So I say allow at least three months. And the reason I do is because, yes, I've had connection with people, my own loved ones in the early days after they've passed. But I have one particular relative who didn't come through. He came through in the first week after he passed. And then we didn't hear another dicky bird from him for, you know, uh, nearly eight years. So, um, you know, everybody's different and people need to come to terms with what's happened to them. So. 
then you look at somebody who has passed, maybe there's been a tragic accident, maybe they have a sudden stroke, a bleed on the brain, whatever it might be, okay? And they seem to be perfectly healthy one minute and then they've crossed over the next. Someone like that is probably more likely to come through in the early days because they didn't use their energy fighting illness in life, okay? So they had all their energy when they crossed over. Um, so they don't need as much time to build up energy as somebody who um, who was ill in this life. OK, so in the early days, you're more likely to get signs from someone who crossed over quite quite suddenly. Um, the other thing we have to think about is the change. OK, and grief after death okay grief is a huge thing okay we all suffer from it and you know we have to accept that our loved ones aren't coming back okay and we've lost just one person we've lost that person but what about them okay we rarely think about their grief okay my video in my bio isn't working. Oh, there isn't a video in my TikTok bio, Tamara. Sorry, somebody's asking the difference between a psychic and a medium. Okay, I'll, I'll explain that very quickly. Um, the video is on my website. Um, so the difference is this in a, in a short sentence, the difference between a psychic and a medium. A psychic is someone who reads the energy of the living and a medium is someone who reads the energy of the dead. Okay, so a psychic would read you what's going on in life, what's coming up in the future and then the medium just talks to dead people if you can say just talks to dead people okay so in a nutshell that's the difference so I'm a psychic medium so I do both kinds of readings but when you're looking for a reading you should always check that the person who can um the link tree one. Oh, is that not working okay Tamara thank you I didn't realize that okay um thank you for letting me know I'll have a look uh, straight after the podcast um, okay, so that's the difference between a psychic and a medium. So the other thing that I was saying was grief, okay? And we always think about our grief here on the earth plane, okay, which is fair enough. But we rarely think about the grief of the person who's passed, and they have to grieve too, because we've lost just them and they've lost us, but they've also lost their other family members, their friends, their neighbors, you know, their community, maybe their co-workers, you know, they've lost everything. They've also lost, you know, the life that they were living, the life they thought that they were going to have, you know, they've lost their future, they've lost all their belongings, you know, they've lost absolutely everything. So we also have to give them time to grieve for what they've lost. And, you know, they also have to come to an acceptance that they're not coming back. Okay, that this is it. And, you know, I like to give them time for that as well. Okay, so this is kind of where my thinking is with giving them time. And I say at least three months. But, you know, you could wait six months, you could wait six years, you might never go for a reading. I just say at least three months, just to give spirit time to settle in, okay? And, you know, when they cross over to the spirit world, we all hear on TV or magazines or programs, we all hear about this process that they have to go through where they look back on their life and they have to... Um, 
They have to look at everything that they've done wrong, what they could have done better, should have come be- should have done better, all this kind of stuff. Yes, that has to happen. And it will happen to us all. So we will meet with our spirit guides when we cross over. Some people call it the, the, the hall of welcome or, you know, there's lots of different names people give to it. I don't necessarily call it anything in particular. Um, my understanding from connecting with spirit is this you're met by your own loved ones when you cross over okay um someone will come to bring you across um you know so your mom your dad your husband wife whatever it might be son daughter if that you've lost them first so someone will come and meet you and bring you across okay and then you will be greeted by the extended family everybody else that you know and you'll have a little bit of time to get to know them but you will also have some time to come back um, and the amount of spirit that comes through and talk about the different things at their funeral, you know, the music that was played, the people that attended, the people that didn't attend, you know. Um, so they talk about a lot of detail about the funeral. So they do come back and attend their funeral. They do come back to say their goodbyes. But then after after this initial period, they have to sit down with their spirit guides and they do have to go through, you know, what they did in life. As I say, what they could have done better, what they should have done better, what they absolutely did that was horrific. You know, people like Ted Bundy, I'm sure, spent a lot of time sitting down with his spirit guides when he crossed over to the spirit world. You know, and has to go through all of that, okay? Um, so they'll do that, but yes, and somebody's asking here on TikTok, do spirits have a different timeline to us? They do. Time doesn't mean that much to them, but it does pass very, very quickly in the spirit world. So as a rule of thumb, a month in earth time is like a day in spirit time. Okay. So for every one month, your loved one has passed for them. It's like a day. So for every 12 months they've passed, it's only like 12 days. So by the time we're having our month's mind memorial, for them, they're only gone just one day, okay? So this is really important to give them this um, time. And I say three months, which to them is like three days. So you're just giving them three days to settle down in the spirit world, to meet everybody that they need to meet, you know, to go through um, everything they need to go through with their spirit guides and to, to find some acceptance for what they've been through, okay? And, you know, um, I hate to talk about it, but I think a lot of people in this day and age know somebody who's been affected by suicide. OK, I worked with younger people. I worked in a university for, for 13 years. So I know, um, you know, you don't work with younger people for that amount of time and not experience suicide. So I, I think there's an awful lot of people who, um, you know, would have come into contact in some way, shape or form um, with a suicide in the community. Okay, so can you imagine someone who dies by suicide? When they cross over, their, um, their issue was with their emotional health, okay? And they still have to deal with that because, you know, um, we do have this idea that we're cured of absolutely everything when we cross to the spirit world. Now, that's not necessarily the case. Because when it's emotional, you still take your emotional self with you. So if you've been struggling emotionally, this isn't something that disappears by by uh, leaving your physical body. And this is something that still has to be dealt with 
when you reach the spirit world. And it, it's obviously not talked about a lot. And I think it should be talked about more because, um, you know, it, it might take away some of those spur of the moment losses that, that, that we suffer as communities and families, um, that they would still have to deal with these issues when they arrive in the spirit world. Okay. Now, the one thing I would say is you probably do get a lot more support in the spirit world than you do on the earth plane. Um, especially for those of us who are here in Ireland, um, you know, because the mental health facilities here are not fantastic at all. And when you cross over to the spirit world, you know, you have your spirit guide there to help you, but you would also get help for some from somebody who's been through something similar to you. OK, so, for example, somebody who dies by suicide will be buddied up, if that's the term you want to use, or partnered with um, another person who has died by suicide um, in the past and they've come to terms with it, so they will help you come to terms with it. Maybe somebody who's died of a cancer or somebody who's died very suddenly, maybe of a heart attack or brain brain bleed or something, that um, they will also be teamed up with somebody who's been through a similar experience just so that they can help them with the whole process. OK, so there is an awful lot of support in the spirit world, but nonetheless, this time of adjustment is very much required. OK, so that's why I ask people, you know, give them time after they cross. Now, there's no hard and fast rules. And I say this every week. There's no hard and fast rules at mediumship because for everything you say, you're going to you're going to have somebody say, oh, well, I got a reading and this and that and the other. And absolutely it can happen. And I'm going to give you an example. So a few years ago, I had um, a girl booked in and there's different times when it's busier for readings. OK, and at this point, I think I was booked up like three or four months in advance because I remember this girl. She'd waited patiently for three months before she could get an appointment for a reading. And um, I, I try not to have anybody waiting that that long, because I think if people want to come to talk to spirit, they want to come sooner rather than later. But anyway, she did. She waited very patiently for her three months and uh, she came for her reading. Now, as it happened, she came in and immediately I was aware of a gentleman with her as she walked into the room and I was talking away to um, this gentleman and telling her all about the, um, you know, all the details about him, how he died, all the rest of it. Um, and to cut a long story short, this gentleman had died by suicide. Okay. And um, he had died by suicide, but he'd only died 19 hours before she came for her reading. Okay. So when she booked to come for a reading, she had somebody else Am I reading that from my screen? No, I'm just sorry. Somebody's asking me on TikTok, am I reading from my screen? I'm just looking at my screen because the um, I'm live on my podcast at the moment and my podcast, I don't know what you call it, your podcast software, your app is on my computer screen. So I'm just looking at the, the comments and questions there too. Um, so what was I saying? Um, I've completely lost my train of thought now. I shouldn't be reading the comments because it really does make me lose my train of thought because once I start laughing, um, I do lose my train of thought. Oh, yes, this young lady that came to me. So as it happens that when she had booked the appointment initially, she um, she had obviously somebody else in mind that she wanted to connect with. But um, just the day before she came for her appointment, 
she lost another close family member to suicide. Okay. Now I, I said to her, you know, that she could have canceled, could have postponed, whatever. But she said that she'd wanted to come because obviously she'd waited so long and she had secretly hoped that he would come through just because he'd passed away the day before. And, you know, he came through so clearly and gave so much detail. Um, it gave her such great closure and his funeral hadn't even taken place at this point. So um, he was aware, obviously, he was a close family member. He was aware that she was coming to me for a reading the following day. And this was part of his reasoning, of his timing for leaving, that he figured that, you know, if he left that day, that he could still connect with her the following day and explain. And that's exactly what he did. And he came through very, very strongly, very, very clearly, you know. But as I said, he was a very young and able-bodied man that left. He wasn't ill, so he didn't use his energy before he left the earth plane. So he had some energy to give, but they will always, always, always be supported by somebody in the spirit world. Okay. So he was getting help of other family members because it still was very, very early. It was only 19 hours after his passing. Okay. Um, and you know, I could talk all day about suicide. Um, is there anybody on that has been, um, bereaved by suicide? Um, I do after the podcast, Sal Nurse, yeah. Sorry, just asked, answered a question there on the TikTok. Um, is there anybody on who has been bereaved through suicide? Because yes, me, okay. Um, because, it, you know, it really is a very difficult thing. And I don't know where you're joining from. I'm in Tipperary in Ireland. And, you know, the suicide rate here has been really ridiculous. Um, and not even just, yes, it's been ridiculous through the pandemic, but in Tipperary where I live, it's really been, um, it's really been high for the last number of years. You're in Tipperary as well. Yeah, Belfire. Um, we really have, we have um, a huge, huge um, rate of suicide here and they, they don't seem to be doing anything about it. Um, and you know, in our community, um, a there was a 15 year old boy who passed away last year and, you know, part of his legacy was, and he'd written it down before he left that he wanted, you know, his memory and his story used to help other young boys or men going through the same thing that he went through when he was here with his struggles with mental health. Okay, Sky High also in Scotland, I'm being told here, uh, not talked about. Exactly. Mental health in Ireland isn't helped enough, unfortunately. It's so not. Okay. And um, Jennifer is saying that, uh, oh, Janet lost her sister six months ago. I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, it really is a scourge. And I've often thought, you know, um, should I... Uh, will you ask me that in a minute, Michaela, again? Um, I've often thought, should I, you know, go and talk maybe in places like Pieta House and, and tell them about some of the, the experiences of people that I've had, you know, coming back to me. Now, I won't lie to you. I've connected with people who've died by suicide and, you know, they've come back and said they wouldn't change a thing, you know, that they wanted to go. And if they had the choice again, they'd still, you know, make the same decision. But equally, I've had other people come back and say, 
that they didn't realize what they were doing. It was spur of the moment. They'd had too much to drink. Um, you know, they just felt stuck in a moment, you know, like the song. So, you know, there's really differing sides to it. But I think that if a lot of people, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I often feel that if a lot of people knew that the one thing that's common across all the readings that I've done is that they still have to deal with the emotional issues, even though they've gone. You know, do you think so, Janet? Because, you know, I never feel it's my place to offer myself. Um, but I don't know how else to reach out to people who feel like this. I can't do any harm. That's that's, you know, it's very, very true. And, you know, over the years, I've met um, a lot of people who felt that way. Um, you know, so um, is there a healing period over there? Yeah, we were just talking about that, um, Gabby Chick, about, you know, the time they take well i suppose i to be fair to you we were talking about the time that they take to build up the energy but yes it's the same for injuries when people cross over so sometimes i'm not saying they're sick or anything but you know whatever injuries that they would have had or whatever illness took them they might um oh you tried twice thank god you're still here okay so okay so yes some people can take some time to heal from the injuries not necessarily the physical but the emotional and even if someone's passed very suddenly think of the emotional scars that that leaves you know so um you know you have to be realistic about it and give them the time to do that you know so um somebody here and um, you know very brave to talk about it saying that you know um they tried to end their own life twice but they're so delighted um they're so delighted to still be here and to still, you know, reach out and help other people. Okay. So I'm, and I see lots of questions coming in. I'm going to try and answer all of them, but on the subject of, um, I don't want to just, you know, hug it by me talking. Um, and we do, um, go across to suicide and maybe it's something that we can talk about in depth another time, but do you have any questions, um, with regards to people, who um have crossed over okay what they go through who they meet what it's like over there matty lady yes seriously okay um so i just want to wait a minute and see does anybody have now um we never expected him to go i know i know um there is a good book for anybody who reads, okay, and I recommend it all the time, and it's called Seven Steps to Eternity by a guy called Stephen Turoff is his name. Stephen with a P-H and then T-U-R-O-F-F. -F. It's called Seven Steps to Eternity. Now, for any of you who studied English, it's not the best written book that you'll ever read. You know, spellings and grammar isn't fantastic. It was just written by a medium. It's the story of a young man who passed um, in the Battle of the Somme. And he tells the story of what he went through in those early days um, after he lost his life. Okay. And about how he came back to visit his parents and about exactly what he saw when he crossed over, the way he envisaged the afterworld, afterlife to be, um, and all the rest of it. Okay. So it is a really interesting book and not a very long book. It's, a, it's about 180, 190 pages. So it won't take you forever to read it. Um, but it really is really, really interesting. Okay, so can someone, here we go, can someone, where did I see that? Can they choose not to come back to speak to somebody? Absolutely, Tamara. Um, you know, some people choose never to come through. My grandmother died when I was only very young. She died in 1982. 
Um, and I've only had contact with her once. And the reason she came through that once was because um, I was to go to a medium show with my mom here in Ireland. There was a medium over visiting from the UK and we got tickets, thought we'd have a nice night out. But as it happened, my aunt over in the UK took ill. So my mom went to be with her. So I went with somebody else. And that night, the medium came straight onto stage um, and walked straight over to where I was sitting in the audience and pointed to me. And she said, you, somebody here, she said, has an anniversary today. As it happened, it was my grandmother's anniversary. And that's why I bought the tickets, because I thought, well, it's her anniversary. Maybe she'll come through because she had never been through um, in all the years. And she said, somebody here's an anniversary today. So I said, yeah, that's me. And she said, um, your grandmother Mary is here, spot on. And she said, and she says that she's waiting for Mary. And my aunt that was ill in the UK, her name was Mary. We called her Mary Lou. And um, she said, she's here because she's she wants you to know that she's waiting for Mary. And uh, my, my aunt was only 61 and she passed six days later. And that's the only time since 1982 that my grandmother has come forward to um, to say something. Never. Other than that, she's never. And she was a medium. <laughs> she was a medium and a psychic. And she still never came through. And her mother was a medium and a psychic. And her grandmother was a medium and a psychic. And she still doesn't come through. So it just depends. I think when she left, she was only 56 when she died herself. And I think when she left, she just left this world. She just decided to leave everybody in peace, you know. Um, I don't know why, but if she's okay, then I'm okay, you know. Um, let's see. Do I ever get the urge to pass on a message from spirit to a stranger out in public? Yes, Ross, I do. And um, it's not always welcome you know and yes i watch um and i'm sure a lot of you have heard of a lady called teresa caputo and she's um a medium she calls herself the long island medium and she's a program on television and you know um she would go around and maybe she's like in you know a baker shop or in a supermarket or something and she would you know read for somebody um that she meets someone that's serving her or whatever and yes, I've done that a couple of times, but Ireland is a very different kettle of fish. Not everybody would be as open to it. OK, even in my old job um, back in the day, um, I had a cup of coffee thrown at me um, because I mentioned to a woman that there was somebody there with her um, and that it was the birthday um, and she wasn't open to hearing it now. Um, it was explained to me by somebody else afterwards that this person was actually a stillborn child um, that she'd lost many years before. Um, but yeah, so things like that would put me off doing it in the future um, because, yeah, people just aren't as open to it here just yet, um, but would love to uh, be able to do that. Now, I did, I have to say once there was a lady I actually was buying granite from my fireplace and I was in the shop choosing the granite and I just turned to the lady and said, is that your husband standing beside you? I said, I said, hey, um, this guy had a cancer and I told her where he had the cancer and everything. And I said, he's only like, you know, 42 years old. And she looked at me and she goes, yeah, 
<laughs> um, so like she was open to it and she said that she'd been waiting for a sign from him for a long time. But like for every one that I'll get that would be open to it, you'll have like 20 that would tell you to F off as quick as you'd look at them. Okay. Hey, Karen, Karen's on Podbean. I've been reading booked with you and I'm so hoping to be able to connect with my soulmate. Karen, I hope that I don't let you down. Okay. Um, you know, I don't really have many experiences where, um, you know, people have been let down, thank God, with the medium readings. So we do always seem to find the person. So I just say, you know, um, and I, I always say this to people, if there's anything going on around you on the day, so you might wake up on the day that um, you have a reading booked and you might find, you might get a phone call to say that somebody else close to you is in hospital or there's something going on with one of your kids or you just feel off. She says, I've already connected with him. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, you know, and but I do say to people, there's never a problem. I prefer if you give me a ring that morning and just let me know there's never a problem to reschedule because I always have people on the phone saying, can you fit me in today? Can you fit me in today? So I would never say to somebody, no, you can't change it. It's fine. Um, I prefer that the energy would be right for um, for a reading. And I, I, I've probably told this story before, but just as an example, I did have um, a woman with me a few years ago and she came um, to my home um, for a reading and I think it was, yeah, it was a Tuesday night. I'll never forget it because um, I'd never not been able to connect to somebody before. Now I did connect for her. I connected to, I would easily say six or eight family members, but not the one she wanted. And, you know, and I must've been with her about two hours. Okay. And um, at the end I said to her, look, I just can't connect. There's nobody else here. I've spoken to everybody. And she said, I need to talk to my mom. And I said, well, I'm really sorry. And um, I said to her, look, if you're that upset, I won't charge you. I said, you know, even though I had connected to lots of other family members. And she said to me, look, she said, my sister is dying. Her sister, as it happened, was on life support machine um, in a hospital here in Ireland. And they were due to turn off the machine within 48 hours. And she needed to talk to her mother to, um, because she wanted to know that her mother was there waiting for her sister. And I said to her, I said, parent to parent, I said, if your daughter was on life support machine in hospital, where would you be? You'd be with her. Okay. Um, so I said, I've no doubt that your mother is with your sister at the moment. So I said, look, I won't charge you for your reading tonight. I said, but you've got to promise me that you'll come back to me after the funeral when you're ready. And she did. She came back 10 days later and we connected with both her mother and her sister. Okay. So my point being that if she thought about it before she came for her reading, she would have, you know, and she wasn't thinking logically because she was already grieving her sister because her sister wasn't going to wake up and say goodbye. Okay. So she was grieving her sister. She wasn't, um, she wasn't thinking logically, but, um, you know, I, I said to her, look, I want you to connect with your mom as much as you want to connect with her. So I told her to come back to me and she did. And we connected with both and she went away. I wouldn't say happy, but maybe with a little bit of closure or maybe a little bit more peace than she had. So, you know, it's something to bear in mind um, for, um, you know, if you're going for a reading. 
uh, it can take a while for the spirits, okay, to get settled. So how do we know the spirits are happy? Well, I have to say to you, Jennifer, I've never once had a spirit tell me they're happy. <laughs> um, now, that does not mean that they're unhappy. Let me explain that. Um, they would never, ever want us to think that they're happier where they are than they were when they were here with us. Okay. So if you, God forbid, you know, if someday you lost a life partner or something, you were widowed and you came to connect with your husband and he says, great over here. I'm having so much peace. I don't want to go back. You'd feel very hard done by, wouldn't you? <laughs> okay. So um, they never say that. They always say um, a good angel reader, you mean, uh, where are you based in? Okay, let's talk about the difference in the cards now in a second. Um, so, you know, they do come back and they tell us they're fine. They tell us that they're not ill anymore. They tell us that they've settled in. They tell us who they're with, what they've, who they've met. And then they talk about, you know, things that they've seen since they crossed over. So the greatest evidence that I can give to somebody that life exists after death is um, by their loved ones telling um us hey angie is it angie on podbean um is their loved ones telling us things that are going on for them um here on earth so i don't know if you saw a post um those of you on tiktok anyway will have maybe have seen it um but um people on podbean if you go to my tiktok i put up a little post there a couple of days ago about a little conversation a little snippet of a conversation that a lady who lost her husband um, had with um, him during a reading. And just the couple of little things that he said to her, um, you know, about a scratch on the car. And, you know, in that reading, um, he showed me her crying, um, standing beside her car. Um, and he said, you know, don't cry over a car, it's only a car. And she loves her car. It was her dream car. They she'd finally got it and she only got it a few weeks before he passed away and she was getting out of the car coming home um after being out somewhere and she noticed a scratch on the car okay and she cried and i don't really think it was to do with the car i think it was like an accumulation of having lost him and i think it was just you know having to deal with this um on her own maybe whereas he'd always taken care of the car OK, so I think it was an accumulation of things. But the point of what he said was that he'd seen her crying over the car. OK, and that he always said it's just a car. Even when he was alive, he always said it's just a car. It's just a car. And for him to use that phrase, you know, so the best evidence I can't prove to anybody. I can't make anybody believe in life after death, but I can provide evidence. It's up to people to make their own minds up. OK um hello how am i today i'm good ruby thank you how are you um yeah um go to my the link in my bio i would love to know they are content yeah exactly and content is probably a better word to be fair to you absolutely because they want us to know that they're okay that they're over for some reason i'm getting all itchy um i don't suppose anybody lost anybody that had some kind of a skin disease or anything i'm all of a sudden itchy especially on my legs i'm itching my knees here like mad um, 
But yeah, so content is a really good word because they do find some level of contentment, some level of comfort, some level of peace and some level of closure. Okay, so they're all the words that I would use maybe um, except for happy. Okay, would spirit ever be disappointed in a person? No, spirit would only be disappointed if you're disappointed. Okay, so I would never. How do you tap into your own psychic medium abilities if I believe I have them? Okay, so if you don't believe, can you tell when I can see? Okay. Um, oh, Joy said her dad had something in the legs. He used to give out him mad for scratching. All of a sudden, my legs have just got so, so scratchy. Um, so cheer up chili is asking if I do believe I have them. Okay. So if you don't believe, as I was just saying, I'm not here to prove anything to anybody. So I'll just come back to Dublin Bird's question first. Um, spirits only want us to be happy. And when they cross over to the spirit world, they see life from a different side. Okay. So they're watching us to see, are we happy? Okay. Are we okay? Are we disappointed? Are we sad? Are we unsettled? And as long as we are happy, they're happy. You know, trust me, I've even, you know, had people who really had horrific relationships with family members during life. And these family members have come back and they've talked to them and they've said sorry and they've apologized for all the hardship and all different things. And they've just come back and said, I just want you to be happy. And I didn't realize how unhappy you are you know so disappointed no i've never ever met somebody or come across somebody who's had spirits come through to them and say they're disappointed what they have had is spirit come through and say that they're disappointed to see how unhappy somebody is if that makes sense so it's not disappointment in somebody it's their disappointment that they're not seeing happiness and contentedness and all that kind of stuff okay so first of all, there's a lady here who's as um, who's anxious for an answer about fertility. OK, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a nurse. OK, so I can't advise you on fertility. But can I say to you and I make no secret of the fact that I lost six babies. OK, um, so I would say it, and you know what? I can say to you nine babies <laughs> I'm being credited with. But there's a crystal called Ruby Zozite. And I don't think I have any left because anytime I get any in, they're gone like that. Um, I, as I say, lost six babies and I got myself some ruby zoosite and um, I was pregnant within weeks and I kept that baby. Now, I did stay in bed. I did rest up as much as I could, um, but I carried that pregnancy with no problems at all. Um, so um, what happened then um, afterwards? I had a lady who came to me and she had been trying for seven years to have a child and was having no success. And she came to me for a reading for that purpose. So when that came up in the cards, I actually had the stone because I brought it down to show to somebody. And I had like a big sphere of it that I, I'd imported from Spain. But you can get just a little tumble stone. It works just as well. And um, I gave this to her and I said, take it. I said, and I hope it brings you joy. And um, I met her in town um, about, I'd say it was three or four months later. It wasn't that long afterwards. 
And um, when she saw me, she ran and I thought, oh, this one doesn't want to see me. Something must have gone wrong. And next thing she came running after me with a bunch of flowers. She was already expecting (laughs) and she was past the six week mark. So it didn't take long to work. So the only advice that I can give you, because I'm not a medical person, this is not medical advice. This is experience. Um, Ruby Zozite is the name of the crystal. Okay, and definitely get yourself some because I did get a bag of it in. It's it can be quite difficult to get. So if you're having trouble getting it, come back to me because um, I actually imported a bag of it from Spain. And like that, it literally was just gone. I think I only had like 10 pieces and um, nine of those women have babies now. Okay, so I would definitely it's a powerful, powerful stone. And if you want a baby, that's what you need. Okay, I hope that helps a little bit um finally got you on this hey breed oh thank you angie but you know um i i mention it because i want people to know that um you know they're not alone that other women do suffer issues having babies as well whether it's getting pregnant or whether it's carrying a baby to term there's lots of people that suffer these things but, you know, I found a way around it. I have two healthy children, I'm delighted to say. So um, I never consider myself badly off because, you know, I've been in the in the unit in the hospital with other, um, you know, would-be mothers, if you like, or people trying to expand their families. And some of them didn't have success afterwards. I did. And, I, you know, I'm hugely thankful for that. And um, I tell my kids every day, I'm, I embarrass the life out of them um my grandmother somebody's talking about a grandmother we're so close she died in 1993 i can never feel anything okay where can i buy crystals if this and loads of like holistic shops angel shops all that kind of stuff now somebody asked me actually about angel reading okay so i read angel cards but i'm going to be very 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 honest with you okay if you want to know what's coming up and you want the truth go for a tarot reading Okay, the angel cards are really, really nice. Okay, they are. Um, but they're about uplifting messages from your angels. You won't get truth from them necessarily in regards to what's coming up. So you will get uplifting messages. Okay, so for example, let me pull an angel card here. Not for anybody in particular, I just want to tell you the difference in what comes up in the cards. Okay, so I've just picked an angel card here. Okay, and what it's telling me is it's saying to somebody that it's time to let go of the upset that you've been carrying around with you know now is the time for you to move forward that there's a huge window of opportunity coming up for you but you need to let the healing happen first okay um so this is a lovely uplifting message because it's given somebody hope it's saying to them that their time for being hurt their time for feeling sorry for themselves is now over there's a window of opportunity here to move forward and they're ready to make that move so that's an uplifting message there's nothing in the angel cards that's going to tell you your partner's having an affair it's time to get out of that relationship quick okay if you want that kind of information that's the tarot you want to go for now because i'm psychic i have a tendency to read the angel cards maybe a little bit more psychically than um they were ever designed to be written okay and i will tell you um i'm actually in the process of designing my own deck of angel cards so they won't be out for christmas unfortunately but um, I am designing my own, which will have other little messages in there, which will be a little bit more than what a normal deck of angel cards would have. But they still won't be tarot cards. OK, so the angel cards would be um, 
there would be, I suppose, the nicer ones, the uplifting ones. So for anybody that's feeling emotionally um, low, you know, if you find you're suffering with anxiety, depression, all that kind of stuff, I suppose the angel cards would be a better way to go because they do give you the hope because sometimes it's not appropriate for um yeah angie's saying as hard as it would be i think i'd like the truth and i'd agree with you angie i would be very much the same as that too i want the, the truth i want to know if i'm going to go for a reading i want to know the truth now not everybody's ready to read to hear the truth um and if i can tell you a funny story i read for a girl i won't say where it was it wasn't in thurless i was on the road at the time and i read for a girl um in a hotel and i said to her uh, your partner is cheating and I told her she would be aware of it within the next 10 days and that she wasn't to make the move because at the time she was looking to make a move to be with him and she said to me that if I was talking about any other man on the island that she would believe me but not her boyfriend no 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 and she shouted at me and she called me all kinds of names okay and she refused to pay me and I said to her, I said, that's fine. Okay. I said, but I said, you will find out this in the next 10 days. I said, and I said, then you should pay me for my reading when you find out because karma can be a bitch. And that's not putting a curse on her. I shouldn't probably have, shouldn't have said that word. I apologize. But anyway, karma can be very, very cruel. So um, I think this was like a Wednesday or a Thursday that I read for her. She rang me on the Monday and she had caught him with somebody else on the Sunday. Okay. And she paid me for my reading. Okay. So it's not everybody. The first question I ask before I look at the cards is how honest do you want me to be with what I see? And everybody says honest, totally honest. I want everything. But as it happens, sometimes they don't. Okay. They only want everything if it um is what they want to hear but if you tell me and you know when i started out that's how i got a good reputation i think because i'm honest and i will tell you exactly what i see okay um and some people don't like that and that's fair enough you just came up with my fyp and it was a beautiful video of the message from husband to wife i was just talking about that one jade thank you for, me for mentioning it yeah so i was just talking about that one a few minutes ago and you know she was a lovely lady her husband left very suddenly um they'd retired early to spend time together and unfortunately didn't get to spend that time together um so it was really really emotional um but it was just lovely is she recording a podcast yes i am sorry honesty is the best policy a hundred percent for sure okay do you feel connected with anyone now just out of curiosity hey ross so yeah i will do some readings maybe i just like to um answer as many questions as i can while i'm on the podcast and then i'm i'll stay on a little bit afterwards okay so um you know while i have people on the podcast i the whole point of me starting the podcast and i'm only on week seven of it okay but you know just for information the whole point of me starting the podcast was to answer as many questions there's a lot of people that are confused about mediumship and the afterlife there's a lot of people that were um wonder a lot about it okay what does happen with this how can i know this how do i know if this is a sign okay and i wanted to have somewhere where i could answer all of those questions 
hence the podcast. Okay. So even if you've listened to it live, I really would appreciate if you'd go in and just um, download it to not, you don't even have to listen to it again, just to get my download numbers up. That would be really, I'd really appreciate that. Okay. Um, Because it would just make me, um, you know, especially if you're listening on TikTok, obviously the people that are listening live on Podbean, but if you're listening on TikTok, I really would appreciate if you'd click into my website. If you go onto my website, sandyburn.com, and you can listen to the podcast live from there. But if you just click to listen, it just brings my listener numbers up. Um, so um, it helps me. Yeah, I would love that. Uh, it is um, it is on Spotify, but somebody actually um, told me during the week that they're in the United States and they're not able to get it on Spotify. Um, but it's available on Spotify here in Ireland. So I don't know if there's a geographical limitation with Spotify, but the easiest way to listen to my podcast, I put the widget on my website. So go into my website, choose podcast from the menu, and you can listen to any of the back episodes from there. Okay. And I try and explain one area of mediumship every single week, um, as I did tonight with what happens to them when they cross over. So um, there's um, six other episodes that are already up there with different themes for every week. So you will find a lot there. Now, somebody was asking about signs a few minutes ago. If ever you find that you've got some time, there's another page on my website and it's um, entitled live webinars. Okay. Um, and in there, you'll find a link. I haven't, I did a webinar last week, so I don't have one scheduled at the moment, but you will find a link to listen to all the past webinars. And I have a couple of good ones in there about getting signs from the afterlife. I think one of them is called um, How Connecting with Spirit Can Enrich Our Lives and Eliminate Fears of Death. So if you watch that one, and then I can't remember what the other one is called, um, but it's something about how to receive signs or how to ask for accurate signs from the spirit world. Okay, so when you're looking for advice from the spirit world, how do you ask for a sign? So, for example, one of the things that I talk about in there, okay, is like, um, I remember it because I love the song, actually, you know, Dolly Parton's nine to five song. And so one of the examples I used was, you know, if you were looking, um, if you were looking for a sign from a loved one with regards to which job you should take. Okay. And if you had maybe an office job and you had maybe a job in construction and you were trying to make a decision between both and you said, right, give me a sign within the next 48 hours. And then all of a sudden you heard Dolly Parton's nine to five, you know, in your head, or, you know, it was on the radio, the minute you turned the radio on or came on randomly in an ice cream truck or something. Um, then you know, okay, this is my sign. I'm to go for the office job. But on the other hand, if you heard the song YMCA, uh, maybe, um, then you'd know, oh, they, and in their opinion, okay? So whenever you get a sign like that from Spirit, it's always in their opinion. Remember, if your loved one was not a psychic when they were alive, they don't become psychic just because they've passed. When you connect with them, they can give you their opinion on what's going on and their opinion or their foresight into what might happen. But if they weren't psychic when they were alive, they haven't become psychic when they've passed. So just always remember it's an opinion. That's what you go to your loved ones for. If you want to know what's coming up in the future and what's the best direction to take, that's a psychic reading. So that's the difference, if that makes sense. Okay. Do spirits move on? I used to dream. Somebody used to dream about my mom and granny a lot after they passed, but now nothing. 
Okay, so dreams is something that we talk about a lot. Okay, I used to do all these talks on Facebook Live, but I'm aware that not everybody's on Facebook. I'm currently on a three day ban for telling a friend of mine that I'll kick his ass. Okay, in a funny way, I said I'll kick your ass, smiley face, um, and I got a three day ban for that. So I'm currently banned off Facebook. Um, but dreams are the easiest way for spirit to connect with us, okay? And in those early days after somebody passes, it can be the quickest way for them to let you know that they're okay, okay? The reason we get an awful lot of signs and connections through our dreams is this. Spirit needs room to come into your energy. They need space. So, on a daily basis, okay, before my heat, my heat, my feet hit the ground, I have a million things going on in my head. Okay, did I take something out of the freezer for dinner last night? Have I something for lunch for my son going to school? Is his uniform ready for him to go to school? I better get out of bed and, and get into town before I miss the traffic. You know, and like a million times, is there something to go into the dryer? You know, do I need to hang out washing? Um, did the cat get fed? You know, do I have to clean the litter tray? You know, all of these things. From the minute you wake up in the morning, your mind is full of drivel that you need to do on a daily basis. Okay, so where's the time for spirit where is the room for them to come into your energy and give you signs okay so the easiest way for them to do that is when you're in bed because it's the only time of the day where you're lying down completely still completely relaxed and you're not thinking of a million things okay however there's two types of dreams there's dreams where we dream about them and we remember them and honor them and then there's dreams where they connect with us. So you have to be careful. So I have a rule of thumb to know the difference if you want me to share it with you. My rule of thumb is, you know the, the mornings you wake up and you feel like you've done 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. Okay, I should say Conor McGregor, my countryman. Um, but when you wake up and you feel that exhausted, that's generally when you've had a connection from spirit. OK, the ones where you wake up and you feel all, oh, that was really nice. Man came to me last night. It was lovely to see her face again. That was so nice. That's your memories. That's you thinking about her. OK, so they're quite different. So spirit do use their energy. Like if you were to come to me or any medium for a reading, they're going to drain your energy and you're going to be um, twice as tired that night than you are any other night because they've been drawing on your energy. And it's the same when your loved ones come through to you in a dream. So I hate to keep sending people to my website, but in the same place where you find the webinar repeats, I've also put up there um, copies of some, I did um, a series of interviews uh, during the lockdown last year with some people. And one of the people that I had on was a guy called Paul Gill. And Paul Gill is the best dream interpreter on the island of Ireland. I can tell you that. And many people from around the world seek him out for his advice on what they're dreaming about. OK, um, and he is amazing. He really is. I remember hearing him on the radio some years ago and just thinking this man knows what he's talking about. OK, he was um, interpreting a dream that um, a, a woman had that she'd written into the radio station about. And um, she had dreamt about her sister-in-law standing in an empty fireplace. And she said every single night her dream was the same. She dreamt about her sister-in-law standing in a fireplace. Okay, quite different. Dream interpretation is completely different from mediumship or psychic work. So, and he said to her, and I always remember this, 
her impression of her sister-in-law was that she had an empty heart. So, you know, she was standing in the hearth of the fire, but the interpretation of the dream was that her sister had an em- her sister-in-law had an empty heart. And I always remember that. And I just think I've heard him talk so many times. So I put the copy of the interview up there on my website. So please do feel free to watch it because he's got great insight into what goes on in your mind when you're dreaming. And on that matter, just so um, you all know, I'm actually planning another series of Monday night talks. So I still do my podcast every Wednesday night, but I'm also going to have a series of Monday night talks during November. So I'm bringing on different people to speak and quite ex- I'm really excited about this one. One of the ladies that I have coming on to speak is um, she's um, I, she calls herself a master intuitive but she actually communicates with angels, okay? And she's Canadian and she's been working with angels for more than 40 years. So she's going to come on live and talk to us um, about that on Facebook. Now, you don't have to be a member of Facebook to join in, but I'm quite excited to have her come on, okay? And I've got um, somebody else um, that I also have somebody that um, is a healer. I think she's in New Mexico in the United States. And she's an amazing lady. She used to read, and I, I, I kind of look at her now and I view her like one of these hippie kind of people. She actually used to read rune stones. She traveled around the United States in a camper van back in the 1970s. And she paid her way by doing readings for people all around the United States. Um, and she re- read the rune stones and she's very much into healing. And she's going to talk to us about her experiences and her healing energy um and i have a couple of other people that i haven't confirmed yet but i i will be putting up some details so i will be putting up more details about that on my website and on my facebook page and wherever i can to let you know but that will be mon- the monday night talk show i don't know what we're going to call it uh, i call it monday night lives okay so we will have them on live so look i've been on the podcast an hour so i'm going to have to cut off podbean or they're going to cut me off so I want to say to all of you online and thank you so much for joining and Angie and Karen, you're the only names that I can read because there's other names here, but they're just a jumble of letters. So, um, you know, it's okay that you don't have, it's okay that you don't have, um, a profile, but just so you know, um, I do appreciate you all coming out and that you took whatever time to spend with me tonight. I'm going to stay on TikTok for a little while. So if you want to join me on there for another little while, do please come across. I will have this podcast up to listen back to, um, you know, within the next hour or two. And I will be back on live at the same time next Wednesday. OK, and as I say, if you have any aspect of mediumship that you always wondered about or want to find out more about, please let me know and I'm quite happy to talk about it. Okay, so for tonight, good night, Podbean, and we'll see you next week. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit So Karen, I see that you don't have TikTok. Just go to my Facebook page. There's a link on there. I posted some pictures from Loftus House last weekend. It links you directly to my TikTok page. You don't have to be a TikTok member to go there. Okay. And I will talk to you next week. Goodbye.